If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Yo, it's that D. I just jumped out of the port with Dirty Glove Bastard. Sport mode. Alright, we got Daddy hopping off the porch with us today. Yeah, big daddy, big sport mode. Y'all know what the fuck going on. Y'all know how we rocking. How you going feeling today, gang? Man, I feel good, man. Like, you know, everything picking up, everything going how it's supposed to go. Yeah, like, you know, Jack ain't home for real. Jack ain't home like last week. Welcome home. Exactly. So, you know, everything really, I'm really feeling good. For sure. Yeah, exactly. How much time you have to do? Well, I just did 15 months, but I just did 13 months before the 15 months. So I was out like four months. Yeah. And, you know, I posted a picture and they revoked my bond. But, you know, where we from, well, where I'm from, like, you know, I really be applying that pressure. So, like, you know, like, shh, them folks, they be on my ass for real. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it was like I did 13 months, came home four months, posted a picture. They said I was with my co-defendant, and they revoked my bond, and, did, and I did 15 more months. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I just came home. For sure. Yeah, yeah. What would you say was the biggest thing you learned while your time away? Uh, patience, having patience, and, you know, not straddling the fence. You know what I'm saying? Like, like pick where you at and stay there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of situations, like, if it really ain't got nothing to do with you, don't indulge in, you know what I'm saying? Situations like that and just, you know, just having patience, just like staying where you at, cause everybody have their time. So, you know, just, just laying back, having patience, really. That's real, that's real. Exactly. What's the first thing you did when you came home? Uh, what I did, I ate some chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I went and got some hot wings, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I went and got some wings. That was like the first thing I did when I came home though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was the first thing I did. Then I went to see my kids. So, you know, yeah, that was about it. That real spill. Welcome mm -hmm. home again, my boy. Pleasure to have you on the porch with us. Exactly. So how I feel to be in Atlanta, man? I mean, you know, Atlanta dope. You know, like, it more, it, it bigger than where we at. So, you know, it's a lot more going on. You know, it's a lot more people. So, you know, like, Atlanta dope. Like, I like Atlanta. This where we at. You know, this where I'm at. You know, this sure. where the bros at. So, you know, we up here now. So, you, you know. Exactly, you know, we moved up here, we just making bigger moves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Atlanta, that, that was the first part of it, again, from out of where we was at, because like I said, you know, like, you know, nigga be really applying pressure, so, you know, nigga, now I ain't hot. So, you know, it really like, it, I can't move wrong where I'm at. Yeah. Exactly. So how would you compare Atlanta to back home? And let the people know where you from exactly. I mean, you know, I'm from Columbia, Georgia, so, like I said, Atlanta faster. You know, it, it's more going on, so, you know, it's a lot more people. You know, you could blend in more here. You could blend in more in Atlanta than, than you can in Columbus. Columbus smaller, so you really can't blend in too much, especially when you got a name. So up here, you know, 
you down about could be anybody and blend in, you know. So that's the difference, really. Yeah. Exactly. So how would you describe your upbringing in Columbus? Uh, see, really, I moved to Columbus when I was like in the seventh grade. Like, I originally like stayed in Stewart County. You know, that's a small town like Richland, Georgia. You know, then I came to Columbus. You know, just bad in here for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, game banging, all that. You know, so you know, I had a lot of problems when I first came to Columbus, cause. You know, back then, like, my whole hood was blood. Like, in Richland, like, everybody blood. Like, my daddy blood. So, like, you know, coming to Columbus, it wasn't like that. Not back then, you know, now everything changed, but back then it wasn't like that. So, I kind of had a lot of problems when I first came. But, you know, I stood on what I stand on. So, you know, that's how I got my name. Yeah, for real. Exactly. So, clearly, you had been jumped off the porch. That was getting ready to be my next Oh, question, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was bad here. Yeah. Like, I, I, was, I was bad, like. Even back then, really, that's why we even came to Columbus. Like, just bad, wouldn't listen, you know what I'm saying? Like, so my mama took me out of that environment, put me in Columbus, and she just made it worse. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we, I've been doing that. Not even, you know what I'm saying, just really growing up too fast, not even taking my time, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I was really doing a lot where I didn't even know what I was doing at the time, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, we, I, I really been out there. Yeah. Yeah, I been out there. So what's some of the bullshit you can say you done seen or been through from jumping off the porch at an early age? I mean, really, like, the thing about the streets, you got to be smart in the streets, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because, like, loyalty could get the best of you, you know what I'm saying? Like, and if you ain't, if you ain't smart and you go for anything, you're going to end up in a, in a messed up situation just because, like, you got to be cautious, you know? You got rats out there, you got snakes out there, you got finessers, you got manipulators, you know, everything got there. So one thing about the streets is, like, you just gotta have a head on your shoulder because I, I really seen it all. Like, I'm seeing how niggas move. Like, you know, you'll get tricked out your spot. You know what I'm saying? Like, so a lot, what I learned, like, when you did so much, when you did so much, it's like best to just, like, you know, you could just lay back and watch everything because, you know, another nigga be coming up and then try to take you out your spot. Like, and then if you really like that, you might, you might engage into it. You know what I'm saying? So if I engage into something when you might be like that, but, you know, I've been doing this. You might treat me out my spot just for me engaging in what you got going on, you know what I'm saying? So like, that, that, that one of the main things I've seen and I've learned, like you just got, you got to sit back and just play your part, you know what I'm saying? Like, be smart. Really, that one of the biggest things. Be patient. Yeah, exactly. Talk about some of the pros and cons of being patient while being in the streets though. Because that could save a lot of people's lives on some real shit. Yeah, like, you know, being patient. Because you gonna, because like I say, everybody have their time, so you know, this might be going on right now. And you know what I'm saying? If you're not patient, you might be, you might be trying to rush to get into it and that might not be for you. You know what I'm saying? But if you just sit back and you just have patience, your time gonna come, what's for you, what's for you. You know what I'm saying? If it ain't for you, it ain't gonna never happen. So, you know, that's, that, that's one of the biggest things about being patient. Like, you just gotta sit back and wait, wait your turn because everybody had their turn. Like, you know, like, you know, it's all, all at the end of the day. So, shit, if you're trying to force something, it, it, it might not be for you, so it ain't gonna happen for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when would you say, like, you got your bitter end of the bullshit and the bullshit caught up with you? Like, see, my first time going to jail was in 18. <coughs> so, like, it's like, you know, you, you would do a lot of stuff to catch up with you, and then you start to see the bigger picture. Like, you know, when you just out there, you, you running wild, like, in. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got no understanding about nothing. But then, you know, if you never seen the jail side, then when you finally do see it, 
they end up being a bitter part of the streets. You see what I'm saying? Because like you, you be out there doing everything you do, you out there having fun, whatever. And then when you go to jail, you know, this the bitter part, cause this the real part. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, <laughs> shit. That, that really the bad part about it. You know what I'm saying? Jail really the bad part. So 18 was really for me, like 18 I ended up getting locked up for like five eggs. You know, everything, you could Google everything. You know, you Google my name, my name Cordelia Strong, everything gonna pop up. So 18, I got locked up for five eggs. I ended up burning out 19. They ended up hitting me with a trafficking charge. I burned it out. They came back and ended up locking me up for a murder like a month later. You know what I'm saying? So it just like it all caught up to me at one time. You know what I'm saying? And like even like the murder, the murder charge that I'm on, I didn't do. You know, it was like my partner. I took the nigga to the hospital. You know what I'm saying? But you know how the streets do. You know they're gonna say this, they're gonna say that, and you know that that's how people, that's how people parents or whatever that's how they run with it you know what i'm saying whatever the streets be saying so you know they took what the street said and they ran with it and they end up charging me with murder you know what i'm saying so yeah so that'd that be the that'd be the that'd be the bitter part about the streets when you finally have to go sit down and you finally have to lay in that bed that you made because you know that bed you make you're going to eventually have to lay in it you know what i'm saying whatever you do you know what i'm saying like it's only going to be so long before yeah. you gotta go lay down yeah you know what i'm saying exactly. how do you keep your head strong while being out on bond for a serious charge uh, just remembering, remembering, remembering laying on that green mat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Remembering, eating, remembering eating two hot meals a day and that cold sandwich, you know what I'm saying? That, that's how I really keep my head on straight because it ain't worth it. Like, you know, like I say, I ain't got no ops because you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't do nothing to no nigga right now. I'm on ankle monster, so I ain't with the back and forth, you know what I'm saying? So I ain't gonna, I ain't with making no diss song about you. I ain't with jumping on the internet about you or nothing. I can't do what I want to do to you, so I ain't even got no ops right now, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, I ain't doing all that back and forth. I'm on ankle monster, so, you know, a nigga play me out my, my position if I ain't thinking, you know what I'm saying? Cause I engage in what a nigga got going on and fuck around and do something, then I'm back locked up and these niggas still locked here. So, you know, that one of the main things I be thinking about, just remembering, just remembering being in jail, like, you know, <laughs> no, niggas don't talk about it, but that shit. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom of papa. At participating McDonald's. I ain't sweet, that shit ain't what's going on. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That shit suck, man. For yeah. real, you know what I'm saying? And like, and, and like, I ain't gonna say I had it hard enough because every time I'd have went, I'd have had a paid lawyer. I'm gonna make commissary every week. I'm gonna go to store every week. One or two nines, whatever I choose. Like, I call home, like, the bros gonna make shit happen, you know what I'm saying? So, I ain't have it hard on that end. And whatever dorm I'm going in, like, me and my guys renting it. Like, I ain't going to no dorm and no nigga out renting me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm standing on what I stand on. Like, shit, when I go in that bitch, like, eventually, like, even if I go in that situation, there's another nigga in there, and he might got the ups in there, eventually, like, the long guy stand there, that shit gonna end up being daddy dorm. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't have no hard time being in jail. It just, like, that shit suck, you know, being away from your, from, from the bros, being away from your kids, you know what I'm saying, your moms, everybody, that shit suck. You know what I'm saying? Nigga ain't trying to do that. Yeah. Exactly. So being in the belly of the beast, what's some of the ugliest shit you done seen? Uh, you know, you see them get stabbed. I got jumped on when I first went back to jail. I landed in the wrong dorm, but that's how it worked though. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit gangland where we at. You know, like, you know, like a lot of niggas say they ain't beefing with no nigga, but to me, them niggas don't be in the streets. Like I, 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 like I'm really in the streets. I did that. So like, it's a lot of smoke. You know what I'm saying? Like we got smoke. You know what I'm saying? So 
I just ain't paying attention to that smoke. That's why I say I ain't got no ops, but we got smoke, like, because a nigga really like that in the streets. But, like, when I went back to jail, landed in the wrong dorm, really didn't have no ups. Like, like they had the ups on me. I really ain't had no, you know what I'm saying? I ain't had no ground to fight on, but, you know, I bonked fur, though. Like, yeah, I stood, I stood on it, rocked out, you know what I'm saying? And up still getting out the dorm. But, you know, like, when you living it, you know, everybody gonna get the shit in a stick one day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you can't, you, you can't be out there thugging in and expect the shit not to happen to you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, just like what a nigga did to me, you know what I'm saying? But see, me, I'ma call a nigga in there and I'ma get there. You know what I'm saying? But either way, though, I respect because I respect all gangster shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, but the crazy shit I seen, you know, nigga get stabbed. Don't nigga get jumped, don't nigga get tortured, like, you know, and now you, you know, you come in jail, like, nigga gonna make you a little boy, a little baby, like, nigga strip you and, like, shower shoot you, you know what I'm saying, just constantly hang you on your ass, you know what I'm saying, I just seen nigga holler, like, screaming, like, ah, stop, stop, you know what I'm saying, like, some real ho shit, you know what I'm saying, but, you know, that about the worst shit I've really seen, because, like, you be like, God damn, like, I ain't never did that, though, I ain't never tortured a nigga, you know what I'm saying, because, like, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I went, maybe when I started going to jail, I was a little older, so, you know, that shit really wasn't fun to me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've seen niggas, you know, get their clothes pulled off, you know, smacked on their ass. You know, niggas constantly hitting them with shower shoes and shit, holding them down, they can't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, that's about, about the worst shit I've seen, you know what I'm saying? Because the stabbing and shit, that shit really don't be bad, because it's like, shit, you know, they just a, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could get stabbed, and then you could leave out of here and go to the nurse and go to another dorm and everything be all right. But when a nigga holding you in his room, you got three, four niggas holding you down, a nigga strip, strip you, and a nigga smacking you on your ass with a shower shoe, slapping you on your nuts with a shower shoe, <laughs> you know, and you hollering this shit, like, it just be like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that about the worst thing I ain't got to see, though. For sure. Exactly. So what made you decide to turn a new leaf and pursue music? Uh, you know, really, I had already been doing music, like, 18, I had started doing music, but like I said, I kept going to jail, so I never just really had a run with it. So, like, you know, she just want a nigga in jail, and, you know, niggas telling you, like, bro, you know, you got the opportunity, like, you dope, bro, you, you really got to do this shit, like, you know what I'm saying, like, you just, you, just, you just wasting your time away in here, you know what I'm saying? So, like, shit, that just really was it, just laying down, thinking, like, I got to get out there, I got to help my mama, I got to help my kids out, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, shit, the music, the rock. You know what I'm saying? Shit, the, the music ain't hard. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it ain't the streets. So, yeah. For sure. Uh. Walk us through your creative process. Like, what's the session with Dottie like? I ain't gonna need a lot. I write a lot. Yeah. So, like, I'm gonna go in the studio and I'm gonna do a song in 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Like, because I already have it down. But sometimes, you know, I get in there, I get in there and I play with it sometimes. But really, the majority of the time, I already have it did before I even go to the studio. You know? So, yeah. were you writing a lot in jail? Nah, I don't write it all in jail. Yeah. My mind be blank. A lot of niggas say they <laughs> can't write in jail. My mind be blank. Yeah. I can't write in jail. Like, I be, I be, I be stuck. Like, that shit be having my mind blank. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I can't, cause like, you know, oh, I lie here on Allah. I'm really doing what I be living. So, a lot of times, I can't see that back, though. You know what I'm saying? So, my mind just be blank for real. Yeah, for real. Yeah. So, would you say it's easy for you to vividly explain, you know what I'm saying, the story after you got out of jail? What you mean? Like you saying how your mind was blank in there, right? So once you go home, you came home, you hop in the booth, did it like instantly just cut on and you was just like in that mode and know how to, you can vividly explain and tell the story? Yeah, like, uh, like my first night, my first night I came home, I think I got out about 10 o'clock, 10.30, something like that. We went straight to the studio. 
but I really can. You know, we would listen to different beats, and then you know they let me hear they let me hear some of the rappers that's out now, and I like man, let me listen to myself. You know what I'm saying? And I put and we put on some of the old songs that I had. So like I kind of had to get back in the mode, get back to myself. I had been gone 15 months. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I had to get back to myself for real. Like yeah, for real. It, it ain't take long. Like once I got home and I just actually like wrote down something like, ah right, yeah, that's it. I went back in the studio and did like that. You know for sure. Exactly. So how long would you say you've been Muslim? Uh, 2013, 2013, I don't do a lot, 2013, uh, you know, like, actually, I actually became Muslim, I kind of had it mixed up, uh, I kind of liked, I, I kind of liked how the Nation of Islam moved, like how their unity was, and then I ended up going to mosque, and it ended up being a uh, Sunni mosque, and you know, they kind of explain, you know, the rights and the wrongs and this and that and the other. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, I felt that. So, you know, Muslim, becoming Muslim, that's the best thing I ever did. Yeah. You know Why do you feel that was the best thing you ever did? It's structure. Like, and I always feel like somebody watching me. Like, whatever I'm doing, like, good or bad, I always feel like somebody watching me. And I never felt like that until I became Muslim. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like I said, it's just really the structure. Like, I always have in the back of my mind, I'm supposed to be moving like this, I'm supposed to be moving like that. I'm supposed to be engaging in this, I'm supposed to be engaging in that. And before that, I never, you know what I'm saying, I never thought like that, or I never had that thought in the back of my mind. So, yeah. So, so that's why I say it's the best thing that happened to me, because being a Muslim kind of keep me on track, you know, to a certain extent. That's not real spirit. Exactly. So what is it that you want most from your music career? Uh. I ain't gonna need a lot. I'm, I'm really trying to. I'm just, I'm just really trying to make some money and take care of the fam. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we do a couple of takes, we do a couple of singles. You know, they do what they do. You know, I make some money out of it. I'm really in to take care of the fam. You know, that's that's you know, that's what we doing it for. Exactly. That's what I'm doing it for. You know Are you saying right now? Nah, I ain't signed with nobody right now. You know, we still doing it ourselves. We still independent. So everything we doing, we doing on our own. You know, like I went signed unless it's a unless it's a bad. Like it gotta be, a, it gotta be a chick. Like other than that, what's the number? What's the number? I do it for a half a ticket. Mm. I do it for a half a ticket. A half a ticket, I can strain the bros. I can strain, I can strain the fam. You know what I'm saying? Kind of, you know, pay them back for what they did, and you know, take care of my moms and you know stuff like that. So. Yeah, that'll be about it though. I do about, I do like a half a ticket. But other than that, cause like a hunter, I got that. I got a hunter. You know what I'm saying? The bros got a hunter. So the bros together, you know, we we down there half a ticket strong. Just us. So I I can I really can't do nothing else less than that, cause it'll be useless. It'll be moving backwards. I feel that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Talk about some of the pros and cons of being an independent artist though. You do what you want to do. Like we do what we want to do, move what we want to move, you know what I'm saying? So that that really be the pros of it, you know. Like ain't nobody really telling us if I don't want to do it, I ain't gotta do it, you know. Unless the bros be like, bro, you really need to do this. Like, but still, if I don't want to do it, I ain't gonna do it. So that's the good thing about being independent, though. What's some of the bullshit you'll say that come with being independent? Just really still, you know. Still dealing with the day-to-day -day challenges, like, you know, you still got to make money. So that's what we doing. We still making money. So, you know, we still taking chances. So, you know, that's, that's the bullshit that come with it. We ain't got that bag yet. Like, we ain't got that, we ain't secured that bag yet to the point we could just sit down and be like, kick our feet up and say, hey, yeah, we did it. We straight now. We ain't got to do nothing that. We ain't got to do nothing that. So we still out here taking chances right now. So that'd be the bullshit that come with it. What is it that you want listeners to take from your music? 
uh, you know, I do a lot of music. I do a lot of different music, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I do a lot of the drill music too. But just the realness, the realness in it, like, like it real, like I'm really doing that. Like, I, well, I ain't gonna say I'm really doing that, but I, I really did that. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't advise you to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because if I could rewind, I wouldn't do it like that. But like, it's real. You know what I'm saying? Just take that out of it. Like, it's real. What I'm telling you, I really did. I ain't nothing. I'm not even telling you nothing I seen. I'm telling you everything I'm telling you I did in my music. So it's real. Like, but I'm not pushing it or I'm not promoting it to say you do it because I wouldn't expect you to do it. I wouldn't want you to do it because if I could change it, I wouldn't do it. Y'all. Got what's going on. Exactly. Who would you say inspires you musically? Uh, I like the pop. Yeah, I like the Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Tupac was dope. I had been listening to Tupac since I was a little boy. I've been liking music. So yeah, pop was dope. So I say pop, really. You know what I'm saying? Just Tupac? I mean, you know, I got other artists I like. Like, you know, I like niggas like Rocco. You know what I'm saying? Of course, Rollo. You know what I'm saying? Rollo was like one of the biggest free Rollo. You know what I'm saying? He was like Rollo. Uh, pop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just go back. Like, ain't, ain't really too many. Like, like I listen like more of the real shit. You know what I'm saying? Stuff that I really could relate to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, who's like some I, of the people you want to work with? High Vic Khan, Rollo. You know what I'm saying? Rollo. Ain't Rollo. High Vic Khan. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really don't matter. Yeah, but Rollo, Rollo would just be the only one that I'd be like, yeah, I want to work with Rollo. Like, yeah, we're going to go get Rollo. But I fought with Nudie, though. I like Nudie. You know what I'm saying? But Rollo mainly, though. Yeah, Rollo mainly. Nudie, too, though. Nudie, dope. Nudie, dope. I can see the Nudie. I can see the Nudie shit. That should be Yeah, tough. Nudie, dope. Nudie, dope. Uh, yeah, I'm smelling how. So besides music, what's some of the other business endeavors you want to dive into? Trucks. We're going to get us some trucks. We're going to get us some trucks soon. Bro, I already got a truck. You know what I'm saying? He trying to get two on. So, you know, we trying to load up on the trucks. Like, you know, we'll take that little route. And, you know, whatever else comes. You know, the older you get, the more you grow, the more you learn, you know. And like I said, whatever else, it might not be for me right now. But who knows, you know, two, three, five years later, it will be for me. So, like, right now, that's the only thing I see right now that we really put our money into trucks. You know what I'm saying? Because that's for me right now. But, you know, later on, it might not be for me. That's real shit. Any last words and shout outs? You know, shout bros, free the bros. You know, free the bros down the road. You know, free bishop. You know, free dunk, free the bros. I, just, I, was, I was just in there with them. So, you know what I'm saying? I hope they get out here just like I am. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that shout out I got free the bros. You know, we're in sport mode. Real spill, man. Dottie, we appreciate having you on the porch today with us again. Y'all you know it, bro. You know, we're going to come back when we get when we get bigger. We'll be back. When y'all get that whole ticket, not that half one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're going to be back. Free dunk. Free my brother. Free dunk. That's my brother. Okay. Get hit up. I keep that Glock by my stomach like a sit-up. Stuffing dick in a mop till she spit up. Yeah, I pop bitch shit. Yeah, I'm the reason why that look why I got hit. I'm if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's.